0: RNZ National, any excuse for Stacey Morrison? That's the official RNZ <laughs> slogan, <laughs> <laughs> and we found one.
1: <laughs> te <na kue>. I, <laughs> thanks, I think.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh ke te Kia ora. Um, well, Stacey's a broadcaster, champion of Te Rau Māori, cultural advisor, and plenty more. And today we're having a kōrero with Stacey as the nation celebrates a major culinary milestone because much-loved Kiwi brand Edmonds has published the Edmonds cookbook in Te Reo Māori. Uh, it's called Takupuka Tohutao Tuatahi. It's a delicious-looking volume based on uh, Edmonds' best-selling My First Cookbook. It helps Kiwis rise to the challenge of learning Te Reo Māori while in the kitchen with younger chefs. And Stacey's got a copy there. How are you going?
1: Oh, tinapoi, thank you. I'm very good. And your pronunciation was good. It's always hard when the title of a book is kind of a little bit challenging. Takupuka, tohu tau tuatahi. You nailed it. Um, but literally, my first cookbook, and mm-hmm. I'm so interested. You know, in this. Journey of how we re engage and, and celebrate collectively Te Reo Māori. This has really hit a spot with people, I guess, because it's Edmonds, yeah. And so then it's like this iconic part of all of our lives as New Zealanders. And now we see it reimagined in Te Reo Māori. So, like, shorter rise is something that we all know when we think of Edmunds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now we can add ka'ara mārika.
0: Oh, yeah. right. Ka'ara, ka, say again.
1: Ka'ara Ka Yeah, shorter rise. Uh-huh.
0: Um, is, that a, is that a straight translation?
1: Yeah, that one is. But the really interesting thing about this book, so Dr. Jen Martin uh, is a really expert translator, and she has just handled this with such care. She spent months making sure she had the right words. So when you think about, say, slicing and dicing, these are really quite technical terms, natural mm-hmm. when it's your first language, but then you kind of need to let everyone know that these are the words we're going to use for dicing, for dice, in uh-huh. instance. Because, like, you can end up with a kind of general term, especially if you're just a learner of te reo Māori, you go, cutting. we we'll yeah. just call it all cutting. <laughs> yeah.
0: But, um... But good cooking and good baking requires precision. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, how did the project come about?
1: Well, it's actually with Kotahiro Pukapuka, uh, the trust that is working on creating 100 Māori language books. Some are, I remember
0: that project, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's still going. Yeah. It takes a while. I remember the launch, yeah. Yeah,
1: this is their 11th. So they've been working really hard on this. They've had things, right, from original works, from Ta Timote Karetu and Ta Pau to translations of incredible books, uh, um, um, like The Alchemist. Is that mm. what it's called? Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I know what it's called in Māori, but I don't know what it's called in English. Uh-huh.
0: What is uh, it called in Māori?
1: Te um, Ruānuku. And so they have Shakespeare, they have Dr. Zeus, and this is their latest project. And my understanding is that they um, actually approached Te way for some money and also Edmunds, but they'd already been talking. So it was already in Edmunds thinking. Yeah. So that's, I guess, where people... As I say, they hear Edmonds. You kind of conjure up all these, uh, all your own memories of what this brand and what this book means to you, and they go, "Wow, that's layered with Pedal Māori.
0: And let me ask you one of those big questions, which I was going to ask you at some point, so we might as well get to it. <laughs> what is the point? What is the value? Is a nicer way of putting it in yeah. in doing this. Well.
1: It creates an accessibility. So sometimes accessible language means that it's something that everyone can understand it's pretty straightforward. Sometimes I think the accessibility is go. I already know what I'm dealing with when I come with an Edmonds book. You know, I know what my first cookbook is. And I know that I like baking. And I know these recipes. And I know kāra, marika, the shorter rice. So when you have this aspect that you already know, then a book like this becomes scaffolding to help you bring a bit of Te Reo Māori into your space. Mm. Um, And I guess just that love of baking and every association that we have with it or making something together, especially with kids, means that you're having this interaction. And you know what? You can use the kids as a resource because kids, just as a standard now in Aotearoa New Zealand, they know more Māori language than we ever did. Mm. You probably find that with your own kids. Mm. Just a natural kind of base knowledge that's much stronger. Because I, I did mind, a little bit.
0: You. Sorry, mind you, I went to uh, school in Hamilton uh, near the teacher's college where um, oh, oh, right. we had any Melbourne. Was oh my so goodness. we learned plenty.
1: Wow, you were lucky. <laughs> yeah, we
0: did the the um, what are the, the rods um, and the songs and.
1: Doubt that, that. Yeah, and...
0: I was quite surprised actually when I met up with friends at university, particularly those in the South Island, who got nothing. But anyway, that's another. No, but it's
1: such a good point because. Our experience of engagement with Te Māori, we tend to think maybe that's what everyone's having. And that is the normalising quality of a book like this, because everyone can pick it up and yeah. everyone can bring it into their home. So that's one of the value points, I guess, for something like this, because um, I think in terms of our confidence around Te Māori, you might say, oh, I've, I've had this base, um, but then you get worried, oh, maybe, you know, maybe I don't know as much as I should. I'm just so interested that people see this and they go, oh, I'm going to get a copy for my kid's flat in Dunedin. Uh. I'm going to get one for home. I guess because it's that uh, recognisable factor of, of this brand and this book and things that you like doing already. It, it's ambitious in every way and I love that people are about this ambitious
0: <laughs> opportunity. Yeah, it, It's almost a perfect kind of tool for, um, for becoming familiar with certain terms, right? Like if you challenge yourself to make recipes with I don't know a lot of these will only have five or six ingredients which you will get yeah. to know and maybe only have five or six verbs which you will get to know you'll know the numbers and yeah you could actually if you, if you wanted a way of kind of challenging yourself and, and doing a small Te Reo Māori project use this for the job
1: That's what my workmate Azura did actually um, she asked me to talk her through because there's a glossary that's a very key point there's a glossary at the back mm. and she asked me to go okay so how do I say this and what part does this mean and she's written on it, like every good Edmonds cookbook, you should have writing on it. It should be a bit messy. <laughs> yeah. It should have page markers, and she made that. And she felt such a sense of accomplishment, and obviously a good result at the end. Um, making pani making pancakes, and then I've just handed you um, a, a fridge magnet. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> yeah. So if you exactly what you said, then there's just a few terms like oko for bowl, and the other kind of verbs that you're talking about because that's, like you say, the repetitive nature of baking and cooking is good because it aligns with the repetitive nature of parenting children. <laughs> so you say the same things over and over again. So if you know them in te reo Māori, then that's an opportunity for you to use the reo.
0: Yeah, um, and I know you didn't personally translate all these, but can I ask about a couple of them? Sure. Uh, wooden spoon, koko rakau. Yes. Is that quite a That's quite a straight like... Yeah,
1: koko is spoon, rako is wood or wooden.
0: Yeah, okay. Whisk is tafu fu.
1: Yeah, that sounds cool, don't you yeah, think? It sounds that's... like whisking, like tafu fu. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: Is, is that what it's meant to be? Like yes. onomatopoeic?
1: Yeah, oh, actually, a lot of te reo maori is, uh, is that word that you just said that I'm now <laughs> freaking out yeah, that I can't yeah. say it right. Um, <laughs> onomatopoeic.
0: Okay, and then maybe hopane is a, a transliteration of source spin, possibly?
1: Yes, but do you see one there? um ta kohua? So
0: um, simmer. Yes, yes, simmer.
1: So. The good thing about, say, a translation like that or te reo Māori in general, it's saying āta kōhua, so it's saying gently boil, which is what simmering is. So quite often te reo Māori will have uh, quite an instructional breakdown of what to do, mm-hmm. just embedded in the name.
0: Possibly more useful than the than the one English specialty words which you're expected to understand,
1: yeah, simmer. Which I mean, you can use it in other contexts, I suppose, simmering anger or something <laughs> like that. But, but really, uh, the kohua, um, sort of really tells you what you're going to do.
0: Okay, one more, um, pokopokoe. Uh, sorry, pokepokia. Ah, yeah, need, needing the dough.
1: Yes, so if you think. I guess this is where you tell me. Does it sound like that's what you do? Poke poke yeah, poke poke yeah. I
0: think yeah. so. Certainly got that repetitive nature. Actually, Maori is often um, repetitive in its words as well, right?
1: Well, that um, duplication of sound like poke poke yeah. is usually an intensifier. Uh-huh. So it's like don't just give it a poke, give it a poke poke. Right. <laughs> you're so really ho-mai- needing it.
0: Pake like <laughs> yeah. Applause. You're not
1: doing it once. You don't give a pake. You give a pake pake.
0: Yeah <laughs> yeah. Um, do you guys cook at home?
1: Yes, we do. Um, my husband needs instructions, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is perfect. But you know what I love? Because, you know, I understand we're a bit different. We're a Māori language speaking family, and we have been since the kids were born, but not before that. So we both learnt, my husband Scotty and I learnt as adults. But Raising these kids, I had to learn so many different words in order to make pikelets with them, in order to make some of the things that are in this book. And so for me, this is like a brain holiday, just seeing it right there Mm. and sort of written for me. And because it was harder, it was harder when, like, say, (laughs) that's bangers and mash, you know, and we would kind of we had our own versions or we'd look it up and that kind of became part of our whānau culture and dynamic is to look up words if we don't know them mm. but you know like I I didn't have this sort of resource we ended up translating quite a lot of uh, recipes and ourselves but that's different we have a different level of language you know capability in the whānau so to have something like this for Māori language speaking homes obviously that's fantastic but the thing that actually makes my heart rise, shall we say, um, to be on the kaupapa, is how many people go, wow, that's a really cool idea. Mm. Even though I can't speak Māori, I'm going to you know, try, like you say, to just learn hōtiti for sausage. Um, penu penu for mash, and even if you just use that one word in the context of your English language. I just think it's it's really cool that people are so excited about it, and I've seen that in the last week. They really are. I
0: just have to ask you, you told me a story once, and I think it was off air, um, and I really enjoyed it. You said that your daughter, who was younger at the time, um, had this... Um, habit of using the word Maori to mean normal so when she's asked for like if she was talking about water as opposed to sparkling water she'd say mum is it, is it why Maori? Like, yeah is that, well that's is that what, that's the
1: word for just natural water because Maori does just mean normal so if we go uh, ka re re Maori te reo Maori so just that the, the Maori language just comes out normally
0: uh-huh.
1: and I guess if you think about why was it like that well Maori never was meant to mean um, you know sort of show people of the Māori race because up until, you know, we met other people, Europeans, you didn't need to. Mm. So who's that person? Well, they're just Māori. Yeah, they're yeah. just normal. <laughs>
0: yeah. And so it wasn't until...
1: <laughs> and my understanding is that the um, Tahitian navigator who was with James Cook, Tupaya, he was asked, who are they? And he said, Māori, because it's the same in Tahitian. They huh. look, they're normal. I don't know, they uh, look like me. Uh,
0: well,
1: so that became uh, kind of an eponymous yeah, I, learned,
0: I learned so much when I talk to you. Um, <laughs> I, I always feel inspired after talking to you, I have to say. Oh, um, wow. I, I'm also currently feeling quite hungry. Yes, um, I know it
1: does that. Every cookbook does that. What
0: is what is the um, te reo Māori phrase for, I'm hungry?
1: Kei hia kai hi aho.
0: Kate here Kai Aho. Oh, that sort of makes sense. There's Hia Kai, the um, the restaurant in Wellington. Oh
1: yes, yeah. yes, and the book. Yep, good point.
0: Uh, and Aho is me, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, so, and the
1: Kate there is the the doing part of it, uh-huh. the ing. So I am hungry. I'm being hungry.
0: <laughs> um, are there some new recipes in this book?
1: Yes, uh, seven that were created by um, Mama's Kitchen and uh, Kristen from. An online blog I started following because I loved her. She just immediately made me feel like, oh, I want to
0: be a nurse. Kirsten, possibly? Kirsten Holtz? Kirsten, sorry, yeah. did
1: I say yes? Uh, so Kirsten is um, behind the new recipes in here that you'll find like fry bread, boil up, um, the Pihikete fe- um, star biscuits. So just adding another layer um, to this book that's already been really, really popular. I mean, at the back here, the only English that I can actually see on this version says, um, "Check out the new recipes and bilingual glossary," and that's under the new phrase māri," which says te rohea ngā tohu hou me te kupu e reo ruana. So, a lot of the time, um, for us to understand that, you know, we need a glossary you have to make these additions to a book so that's what Hachette, the publishers did as well and they added these new recipes um mm. so that you can sort of go okay this is this really feels like uh, a book for New Zealand in
0: 2023 great i've a broad question to finish with um what's it been like for your kids growing up in a full uh Te Reo Maori uh, first home. Mm. It doesn't, it's not something that many people would have experienced and your daughter is how old now?
1: Um, that one's, I think the one you're talking about is 15 but yeah. my son's 16 turning 17 Okay. and he's in a he's in a college that's not a Maori language yeah. environment, that's what he chose and one chose a Maori language environment Um, and that's actually been our goal. So I guess as parents we would, we always aim for them to be strong in both languages and so then that Sort of leads your choices in terms of schooling, but it means that they're not always accessible. They're not always close. Um, but what I've, I guess, for my kids, what I've seen is that have very um, broad that they can exist in broad worlds, mm. and that was important for us. So they're happy with their Nana Bev. Um, she can, she is amazing cook, and they and they know that they speak English with Nana Bev, mm. and then in, in other environments, they know that they speak Maori, and and I guess. My son go, went to Koronehana, went to the coronation last week and he does classical studies and he'll go you know, on a European tour. So to me, it's the breadth of what we call being a young New Zealander now. yeah,
0: You're, you're gifting them a bigger universe.
1: That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. Um, they probably, like every child, just go, oh yeah, that's just mama and papa. <laughs> <laughs> that's just how we roll. But honestly, when we say there's not many, there are there are more. And just the base knowledge of, all tamariki in New Zealand of Te Reo Māori now. When I, you know, have little kids who are doing this with me, they just know chakete there, or they just listen and they pick it up. And if you pick up one language, you can pick up two easily. It's just I just think it's really exciting. Uh, we're just exploring our potential.
0: So the new version of the Edmunds My First Cookbook in Te Reo Māori is called Takapuka Tohu Tao And you'll find it in the usual places. And I've been talking to Stacey Morrison. Thanks so much for coming in.